One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And listen, I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance, caress the speaker that booms. I'm killing your And I am continuing from last night. I firmly believe Ice Ice Baby and our problems with the migrants that happen to be ungrateful attacking New York City police officers. The headaches will go away. Ice, ice, baby. Turning loose the U.S. immigration and customs enforcement will get the job done. Continuing where I left off last night, Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I want to begin by saying thank you to a Twitter uh, supporter, DMS, DMS. She tweeted this to me just a short time ago, right, on the issue of migrants in terms of what's going on in Chicago, This is a piece from the Fox News Channel where residents there, predominantly African-American residents, are railing against what city officials are doing. Quote, you're going to hear this yourself, one person stating that they are, quote, unquote, junking up our country. A Chicago City Council meeting that's going on right now, in fact, is all over massive illegal immigrant crisis in that sanctuary city. People who live there as American citizens are furious over the millions of dollars and resources going to the illegals, who so many communities there are in need. They need those resources. The video is going to look a little strange because we just took this. It's going on right now. So it's a Zoom, and you'll see the countdown a little bit. But just listen to the words. That's what's up. That's what has happened in the United States right now. All this asylum-seeking lie, all this about refugees. No, no, no. What's happening is they're emptying out the dregs of their jails into the United States, into our communities. They're junking up our country. And, yeah, we feel some kind of way about it because it's our country. It's our country. We're going to get our city back. We're going to stand for our people. We're going to get them out of our communities. The tensions are growing. That's in Chicago, but you could supplant New York City for the same exact thing that is happening. Thinking outside of the box, another topic this morning, former President Donald Trump revealing last night during that Fox Town Hall meeting that he's going to have a campaign event in the South Bronx. South, South Bronx. Uh, My revenge will be success. You told Maria Bartiromo that you may campaign in the Bronx or at Madison Square Garden. 
When might that be happening? Uh, very soon. Look, we have nine months yet, uh, but I'm going to uh, see about Madison Square Garden and we're going to go to the South Bronx and we're going to go to Queens and other areas because if you look at what's happened in New York, I'm not even blaming the mayor. I think the mayor has sort of been told to take a back seat a little bit because they came after him violently. You know, they came after him like they're going to indict him when he started speaking up and now he's become quiet. Well, it's going to be interesting. Trump comes the south to the South Bronx, South South Bronx. That's a game changer. You might as well, Mr. President, add Harlem on and go for it. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I say a Republican that's able to reach into communities of color. Trump is gaining in communities of color. And should that happen, game over as far as the full elect election. It's almost over anyway. So another topic I'm dealing with this morning. I'm going to get to Curtis Lee in just a minute. But uh, another topic I'm dealing with this morning, the Kansas shooting. And it's a sensitive topic. A very, very sensitive topic. There's no other way to say this. America has to do something about crime committed by all. But it seems as of late by African-American males. America's crime problem, African-American males. Well, Dominic, how could you say that? How could you state something like that, Dominic? Well, here's why. The alleged Kansas City Chiefs parade shooter, Lindell Mays, who happens to be African-American, told police, allegedly, that he was, quote, just being stupid. He's one of the alleged shooters that apparently provoked this incident. And he says he was, quote, just being stupid when he advanced on another group of individuals he had been arguing with before the incident. And then his mother, hey, nominate her for mother of the year, mother of the year. What does she do? She goes and starts a GoFundMe page for her son. She wants sympathy for her son. It was shut down after only raising $100. Jewish students sue Columbia University over, quote, severe and pervasive anti-Semitism. But I'm starting with a few hours ago. I had to go down to my tailor and pick up a, a suit. And I'm so bad, folks. I dropped the suit off a few days before Christmas. And here we are, February 24th, and I just got down there to pick it up. But, of course, we had to stop at Cats. Then I had to go to uh, 33rd in Madison and get my allergy shots and all of that stuff. But in the process of doing all of this, I was listening to the Brian Kilmeade show, Curtis Lewa doing part of filling in. And Curtis teed off on this program that you're listening to now our high, very high ratings. And Curtis is now referring to me, and I want you to listen to this. It's a couple of minutes long. We see all of your telephone calls. I promise we will get to them. Curtis refers to me as the black Bob Grant. So I walk in on Dominic Carter. I've told this story before, but for many of you, you probably never heard it during the Brian Kilmeade show. And I said, Dominic, 
You got to knock this off. You either want to be a talk radio show host and give your opinion or get the hell out of here. You're wasting your time. You sound like a TV guy trying to do radio. And most of them suck. So, Dominic, we had a come to Jesus meeting. And ever since then, he's been climbing the ladder. And I got to refer, you must listen to Dominic Carter. He's on 12 midnight to 1. Right before the Mama Luke, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Right after Rita Cosby. Sundays, you get a bonus hour, 11 to 1. This guy is on fire. I have described him because I've been listening to Radio Talk Radio since I was about 14 years old. I was not popular to be listening to talk radio. I was thought back then, you're an old fogey if you listen to talk radio. Hey, what, were your grandpa, your grandma? So I'd have to hide that with my little Sony radio. The king of talk radio, Bob Grant, the best that ever existed, my mentor. He gave me his start, and I recognize if you're going to be good in this, you got to entertain first and foremost. You got to inform, but you got to let it, you, you got to talk the way people talk, not the way politicians talk or TV hosts talk, especially in the news division. You got to let it fly. Here are some recent hors d'oeuvres of the Dominic Carter show. He's come into his own. I have uh, anointed him the Black Bob Grant of talk radio. This guy is soaring. Just listen to how he's talking about the migrants and the big video that you've been watching that's gone viral about how the migrants from Venezuela attacked the cops on Randall's Island in the tent. You've all seen that. Listen to Dominic just riffing on it. Vanilla ice, 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 baby. I love the sound of that. Ice, ice, baby. Send ice up to the shelter at Randall's Island. If it was up to me, shut the entire thing down. You're homeless, effective tomorrow. All of you, since you're so anti-police and you've got the answers and you're freeloading. Freeloading on the taxpayers of the United States of America. Ice, ice, baby. They'll take care of the problem. You hear that? You hear that? That's great talk radio. He's talking from the heart. He's talking from the gut. He's not processing it. Who am I going to offend? What am I going to call him? He said, hey, deport them. They attacked the cops. Did you see that video in Randall's Island? Did our mayor defend the cops? No, 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 no. You know, it's the federal government's problem. No, it's their problem. There are guests. We're paying for them. And they start whooping on the cops who were there to actually remove a guy who was inside the tent who wasn't supposed to be there. He wasn't even an illegal alien. He was snacking on one of the females because the arrow security sucks and they won't let the cops go in there unless there's a 911 call. Here's another slice. Of a guy you got to listen to, Dominic Carter. Again, I can't say it enough. 12 to 1 in the morning before Frank Morano, but a special two-hour bonus Sunday nights after the Animal Welfare Show featuring Nancy and yours truly, 11 to 1, and he's on fire. There are some sick puppies in the world. And why do they call me? Why call Greg Kelly? Why do they call me? Call Brian Kilme. Call Curtis Lee. Well, Curtis will entertain you all day long. That's Frank, true. Frank might entertain you. Why do you call me? Take your medication. Don't call me. Take your medication. 
That is so good. <laughs> he's the black Bob Grant. He's enraged. He's laughing. He's entertaining. He's friendly. He's knowledgeable. That's the way talk radio should be. Well, Curtis Lee, well, thank you for your uh, for your kind words. Uh, thank you for pointing out the uh, high ratings of the program. And the reason why last night, folks, I got upset, uh, the last comment that Curtis just played, caller calls up, hey, Dominic, I want to have my two cents. Okay, have your two cents. Dominic, I want to know why you're so upset that the migrants attacked the police. And, Dominic, I told you in the last call that I had with you that female police officers should not exist. They should not be out on patrol. That's what got me so upset. That's why I said, take your medication. And by the way, earlier I said it was February 24th. I was uh, advancing us two days. It's actually the 22nd. Thank you, Tony. Actually, the 22nd of the month. We're about to go to your telephone calls. But a sensitive issue, and and I've got to raise it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Crime committed. By black men. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It has to be talked about. There is no easy way to success. Anything worthwhile in life, in life you're going to work hard for. And that's the message that has to go out to some African Americans. Some, not all, that are constantly looking for the quick fix answer. They end up in crime. And this guy, Lindell Mays, uh, confirmed in Kansas at the Super Bowl parade that he drew his gun first and started shooting because all they said is, I'm going to get you. And to him, that meant, I'm going to kill you. Mays stated the other individual started shooting after he shot first. When investigators asked why, He advanced with them to begin with. The alleged gunman replied, stupid man, just pulled a gun out and started shooting. I shouldn't have done that. Just being stupid. And then his mama goes, starts a GoFundMe page for her son. Help my son, my son, mother of the year, aren't you? Mom of the year. The GoFundMe page shut down after it raised uh, $100. And think about the fact, I mean, this guy's charged with murder. Mom, help me. Mom, mom, mom. Well, mom, how did your son get to the point where he's comfortable pulling out a gun at a parade and opening fire? How did he get to that point? Mom, the photo a few years ago of your son standing in front of a car, uh, making a hand gesture like he's firing a gun. That should have been the alarm bells, Mom, telling you that something was wrong. Mother of the year. Now you won't see your son for the next 20 years. But, hey, you're doing better than the family of the dead woman. They'll never see her again. Let's start with your telephone calls. A number of issues I'll break down a bit later. The, the uh, lawsuit. Uh, that students are suing Columbia University, anti-Semitism, Trump talking running mates. 
Let's begin this morning with Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you for the honor of being number one, Dominic. Okay, we have a serious problem in society. You ask, how did we get to that point? That is the $64,000 question that I'm going to answer, okay? Now, if you, if you analyze this, what this kid said, it's very important. He said, I was just being stupid. Now, no criminal says that, okay? They either deny it or they make some kind of an excuse. This kid was, was really admitting to us that he doesn't know right from wrong. He said, I was just, he doesn't know stupid. That's an excuse. He doesn't know right from wrong, this kid. So basically, what does that do? It falls, the responsibility has to fall on the parent. We saw in Michigan how the mother was sentenced to manslaughter. The mother and father were both, the book was thrown at both of them. They got a big sentence, a big, a big conviction for giving, letting their 17-year-old kid get a, son, get, a, get a gun and he shot up the school. We have to start sticking it to these parents. A 15-year-old, we, we got to somehow the statutes have to extend to the parents if they have to pass new laws. I don't care how, uh, if they seem unconstitutional, let them challenge it. We got to hold these people responsible somehow, these parents for that 15-year-old kid. You saw how she defended him. She also has no, she also doesn't know right from wrong. She has, her ass should be in jail along with her son. I agree with you. I mean, I mean, come on. I agree with you, Larry, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Nothing else to be said, but that, How? you know, and, and I want to say ahead. something else. Go ahead. Guys, let me say one more thing. You know, when you go down South, like the North Carolina, if you get a 15 or six year old kid doing a crime, he does adult time. Now you might say, Oh, that's so unfair. Look, he's doing 40 years. What about his life? You know why they do that? because there's nothing else to be done but to deter other kids. That's how they prevent it from happening again. You got to sacrifice one and send them up in the pokey for life. Then it has to be done to save lives. I agree with you, Larry. You and I agree a thousand percent uh, together. So Larry, I'm going to ask you a question. that's not politically correct. And I'm afraid to ask you of all people, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Go the, ahead. The, the, fire the, away. The, the problem of crime, crime is committed by all, but in particular, the crime committed by black males. How do we get a grip on this? I just told you, you know, because the the family in the, the blacks families are are fractured, whereas the parents have no control over the children. By holding them in control of the children, they're going to wake up. These parents are living, they're doing drugs, they're divorced from their, from their children, they don't know what's going on. That's how we're going to give responsibility. If these parents know, if these mothers know that when they bring a child into this world, they're going to be responsible for his actions, don't you think they're going to be a little bit more responsible when it comes to bringing a child in this world? The parents got to get control of their lives. It's not the black males, it's the black families that's the problem. The males are just the ones pulling the trigger. Larry, I, I agree with you this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much, Larry, for the uh, comment. And so now let's see what the other extreme has to say. And we're taking your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC, a number of topics, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Frank Marano coming up at 1 a.m. has been kind enough to ask me to join him this morning. I'll be at the top of his show for a couple of minutes, so stay with us, folks. So from Larry to Melvin in the Bronx, 
All right, Melvin, let's go. What do you have? Uh, what we witnessed today is a problem of a failed education system. Or system. Senator Robert Jackson, when he started the campaign for physical equity, what we talk about is a value based on the mindset that big condition. Okay, so wait, okay, wait, 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 so let, wait, 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 wait. So let's go through this. So yes, black young men are shooting people in the head and randomly opening fire at a parade where they are children because they received a bad education, Melvin? That's why? I support charges. No, no, can you answer my question? Yes. So wait, 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 wait. I want to make sure I got this right. I want to make sure I hear you on the record. I'm going to say it again. So black males predominantly are Mm -hmm. shooting people in the head, robbing Mm -hmm. people, uh, mm-hmm. Doing all types of things and mm-hmm. and opening up fire at a parade with with hundreds of thousands of people and children and they're doing it because they didn't receive a good education. That's why they're doing it. Oh uh, yes, nothing plus nothing equals nothing. And what you don't know is nothing. What you pass on, nothing. They don't know no. So what they get is a uh, negativity from a failed educational system. Keep oh, in mind, okay. Love. So Melvin, Melvin, yes. Melvin. I went through the same education system. Many, many blacks that have gone on to great things have gone through a failed education system. We made it. Yes, sir. Okay. So how did we make it? But yet these don't. Once again, the solution is very simple. I'll um, Charlie Rango, bring back the draft and take everybody. Because you're going to shoot and use that weapon. Fine. Anybody you should. It also develop a value system to be positive. What you have right here is for trait of negativity. Let's go back to the 18th Amendment. Melvin, I've talked. To, I'm okay taking your call. When you start with your version of history, you have it's completely. Not my okay, it's, it's I'm not. Okay, history. thank you. Thank you for the call, Melvin. Whenever you start with reciting history, I'm going to hang up on you every single time. Every single time. Because it's hard enough to understand what you're saying. And then you want to give me your version of history. Why you want to keep. So, according to Melvin, young black men, because they received a bad education. A saying, shoot them up, bang, bang. I don't care who I hit. I don't care about my life. The rap song said I can shoot anybody. And the district attorney is going to let me out. So I'm going to shoot grandma. I'm going to shoot the teacher. Hey, those kids at the parade having a great time. I don't like the way he looked at me. I'm going to open fire. And why am I going to do it? Because I received a bad education. According to Melvin, give me a damn break. Rose in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Um, education is really a small part of it, but it is a part of it because they will teach them also religion and how what a big sin it is to hurt somebody else or to especially kill somebody else. Hey, but wait, wait, Rose, they're, they're not going to teach them religion in school. They're not, that's not going to be part of the education. So I'm just saying that helps a lot because comparing to religious uh, religious students or kids or people coming from religious neighborhoods like Brooklyn and other places, you wouldn't find one charge with murder. One, not married men, not young men, Orthodox Jews or regular Jews. Wait, 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 Rose. Wait, Rose. Wait, you said you said young men of color in Brooklyn are not charged with murder. Is that what you said? No, I said. Okay. People are charged with murder, but young Orthodox Jewish people oh. are not charged with any violence or any murder. Okay. Apparently, it is religion. 
So whether they have Catholic religion or whatever religion it is, if they are being educated, they say it's not going to happen. Besides the point, all these liberal, liberal laws and prosecutors, that def- definitely doesn't help, for sure not. Anybody who does like that should be incarcerated or hanged in public. That's what's going to help. When they're being hanged in public, for the other students and other murderers, you learn that. But the way the laws are today, the liberal laws, forget it. It's hey, never gonna hey Rose, 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 I have to tell you this. I love you, Rose. And you know why I love you? Because I think you just said hang them in public. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes, Amen. Really you want to stop these really young bad. black males from acting a fool? I'm not going to say lynch them. I'm not going to say lynch black. them. And I and I know you don't mean lynch them, but that's what I almost said. Um, uh, but I get, I get your point. If you hold them accountable, that's what we mean, right? Exactly. Very accountable. And it shouldn't happen in the first place. And I do think that it has to do with education, whether, it, whether it's religion or other things. You're not going to find murder or any violent crime in our community, period. Well, Rose, you, you your call has been wonderful. I really hope to hear from you uh, often in the very near future. So I know Rose didn't mean literally hang them. Thank you for the call, Rose. But I agree with what she just said. I agree. You make an example out of one or two instead of making them celebrities, and it'll stop. It'll stop. Robert in Philadelphia, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. It's always good to talk to you, man. Um, I am going to agree a little bit with what Melvin said, but I can assure Melvin not for the reason that he thinks I am, okay? Because you made a great point about you went through a similar education system, but I would definitely submit that it's different now than it was when me and you went to school because I think there are, we we weren't bombarded with that oppressor victim stuff when we went to school the way they are now. You're right. You're but, right. But if you subscribe that it's the education system, I would ask Melvin who runs the education system. And we can we all know that every major city's education system is run lock, stock, and barrel by the Democratic Party. I'm not going to tell anybody what conclusions to draw from that. I would just ask Melvin, ask yourself why, my man. That's all. That's 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 a good point. That's a very good point. Robert, thank you. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Let's go to another Robert in Los Angeles. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Oh, hi, Dom. Um, I think the court system, if anybody commits a crime with a gun, mandatory 10-year jail sentence, and we have a gun court where all the gun charges go in that court and the other criminal charges go in the other criminal courts, this way you could free up a lot of time and then start getting the criminals off the street because the country has been invaded. I know a lot of people now are soft peddling it because they want you, a lot of people to accept it being conditioned. Go Buchanan, go, go Buchanan. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk radio 77 WABC. What did I say last night? Um, I think Curtis Lee is about to play me stating this again, where I said, take your medication, please take your medication. We're going to toss to this break. When we come back, we'll be right back with more of your telephone calls. We're going to go to Chris and the Catskills coming up at 1245. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter, 1 a.m. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. I'll be joining him. I'll be right back. Here's a little bit more from Curtis Lewa. 
Here are some recent hors d'oeuvres of the Dominic Carter Show. He's come into his own. I have uh, anointed him. The Black Bob Grant of Talk Radio. This guy is soaring. Just listen to how he's talking about the migrants and the big video that you've been watching that's gone viral about how the migrants from Venezuela attacked the cops on Randall's Island in a tent. You've all seen that. Listen to Dominic just riffing on it. Vanilla ice, 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 baby. I love the sound of that. Ice, ice, baby. Send ice up to the shelter at Randall's Island. If it was up to me, shut the entire thing down. You're homeless, effective tomorrow. All of you, since you're so anti-police and you've got the answers and you're freeloading, freeloading on the taxpayers of the United States of America. Ice, ice, baby. They'll take care of the problem. You hear that? You hear that? That's great talk radio. He's talking from the heart. He's talking from the gut. He's not processing it. Who am I going to offend? What am I going to call him? He said, hey, deport them. They attacked the cops. Did you see that video in Randall's Island? Did our mayor defend the cops? No, 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 no. You know, it's the federal government's problem. No, it's their problem. I got to get out of here. I got to get out. Is there some place to go? Is there some place I can get away from all of this? Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see your calls from New York City to Newark to Saratoga to Brooklyn to the Catskills. I'm going to Chris in just one second. But first, Mike in Newark, New Jersey. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Dominic? Man, you got me hot in fist grease, man, talking about this uh, this issue about black men. Um, okay. One thing that, I, uh, that makes me upset is uh, black men get painted uh, all too often and too frequent uh, as being degenerate. And I don't like it because it's a lie, first of all. I agree second with you on that. All, I agree with you on that. Go ahead. Well, well second of all, what, what's making me upset is um, I understand how stats are done uh, in, 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 in big cities. And uh, uh, I worked in forensics for, for, for about a minute. And I asked uh, the uh, one of the toxicologists, I said, well, we have all of these counties in New Jersey. We've got about 22. Is North or Essex County the leading uh, in crime? And uh, to my surprise, uh, he, he said no. And he's Chinese. So this graph about what <clears throat> uh, black men being the, the, the poster child for, for, for crime across America is BS. Okay, so Mike, so Mike, so explain this to me, and I I appreciate the way that you politely and uh, laid out your case. I I respect that, right? So you explain yes. to me what happened in Kansas City, or or what happened on the four train right outside the train in New York City uh, days before that. You explain that one to me. Well, listen, 
you know, look, I understand there is an issue. But see, this is this is what I have a, a problem with. That is not being properly uh, uh, represented. You know what I'm saying? Uh, out there in, in, in uh, places where you find mainly white folks, they do not uh, put their stats out there like we do. Okay? Now, let me give you, for instance, like uh, I found out that a crime doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be reported as uh, something happening here in this city if it, ha- if it uh, happened outside. In other words, if they find a body in Newark, that crime or that stat goes against the city, even if the crime did not occur. Okay, here. okay, great, Mike. Great, Mike, 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 explain yes. Kansas City to me, what I just asked you. Well, listen, these things do occur. I'm, 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 I'm not overlooking that. It's, okay, but, but, Mike, but, Mike, but Mike, but Mike, but Mike, but Mike, but Mike, but Mike, there were young children of color as well as white kids, uh, Latino kids, at the Super Bowl uh, uh, parade. And, yes, you, okay. and you lit it up. And by the way, the, here's a, a, a good sign for parents. And I'm, I'm serious, Mike, when I say this. If your child walks around with his jeans at his, uh, at, down to his knee showing all of his underwear, you got a problem with that child. The guy that was shot in the face where half of his jaw was apparently blown off, he's the one that had the jeans all the way down to, to his knees, literally to his knees. So, Mike, I hear what you're saying to me about Newark and so on. I just want you to explain to me what person in their right mind says, I don't like the way you looked at me. I'm going to light up the entire parade, and I don't care about the children or the lady that, that look, was killed. I get it. I, look, Dominic, I get it. But see, well, this, this is what I'm hearing. Uh, it's coming across the airwaves. It, 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 it's saying that uh, I'm hearing that black men are, are uh, predominantly degenerate, and... Uh, but wait, but you, but Mike, you, you, but you, you didn't, but you didn't hear me say that. You, you didn't, you didn't. Newark is a perfect example of black crime. You, you, you didn't see, see, Mike. I'm gonna be straight with you, man, no, because no, I no, like no, you. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Listen, Mike, 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 Mike. Because Mike, wait, 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 wait. Mike, 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 Mike. Wait, Mike. I'm gonna let you have your say, and then I do have to move on because I have a lot of calls. Mike, Mike, I would, with no disrespect to Newark, I had a friend that lived in Newark. Newark makes me want to cry every time I come to Newark. It's an example of what should not happen to a city of people. Well, Dominic, that depends on your perspective. Newark doesn't make me cry. You know what I'm saying? I see the good Newark. You you, You know what I'm saying? I am educated. My children are educated. My, and I uh, can tell second, from listening uh, to you. My second oldest, I can tell. oldest daughter is a, a physician. And I'm not surprised so, at that. I'm not surprised but, at that at all. But, but I, what I'm saying is that da- here's the dangerousness of, of, of the rhetoric. It gives, uh, it gives almost like a, a blank check, especially sometimes to officers that have these preconceived notions in their mind. Mike, Mike, these, Mike, these, Mike, these Mike, Mike, when these cops yeah. are out here. And I'm, I'm just being honest this morning, right? Normally, I wouldn't say this. Normally, I wouldn't okay. say this. But when these cops are out here, it call one, black. Call two, black. Call three, black. Call four, black. Call five, black. 
You don't think that they're jaded without anybody saying a single word? No, it, it, it's, but see, Dominic, that's what I'm saying is a lot of these uh, preconceived notions are exactly uh, 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 what, what I'm saying. It, it, they're, it, it's not true. What I live, like I said, I live, I live on a, uh, uh, on a block that we've had a lot of problems, but, but I'm saying changes. So what I'm saying, Dominic, is that these thoughts that uh, especially uh, non-melanated cops have for black men are wrong. And it doesn't help to have these, these, these type of uh, offshoot conversations about uh, they, these boys ought to be hung and all this. Uh, it, it, it makes no sense. And okay, so Mike, so Mike, so Mike, I'm going to say point blank what white people are afraid to say. Right. So one of the devices I have at home, I can turn on any newscast in America, which is a, a, a great uh, device. Right. Any city in America. Right. Any city in America. It, it, in their time zone, I can see their local newscast. You already know, Mike, what I'm about to say to you. The headline is black, black, black. And that and then black, the black, black. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, Dominic, that they put these pictures out here of black men. But they're the ones committing uh, the crimes. And and, but no, they're not. They're, so, the, they're, so they didn't commit the crimes. Let me tell you something. I've even seen stats that say the crimes committed by white teens, uh, uh, males, override the, 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 the crime committed in our, uh, 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 in our cities. They don't get reported. Okay. Now, I now, I now, I I will agree with you, Mike, uh, that that perhaps uh, white youngsters will get the benefit of the doubt more yes, than than, do. than a black youngster would. I, that 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 that's that's that that's a fact, right? That's not debatable. But Mike and I, I do, Mike, do me a favor. I would love to continue this with you any other night. Yes, I just sir. don't have time tonight because yes, I, I I like the way you carry yourself, and we we just we agree to disagree. Because I, I, it what happened in Kansas City, Mike, right? You're telling me about New Jersey, but this young African-American male says, hey, you know, I don't like the way he looked at me. I'm going to shoot up the whole parade. Come on, hey, look, Mike. I, yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But look, Dylan Ruth walked into a church, okay? That's all I can say. No reason, no rhyme or reason walked up and killed, what, eight, ten people? No rhyme or reason. But you so. see, that's the problem. And and I've had good friends that try to do the same thing. Oh, well, Dominic, you want to talk about incident A? Let's talk about what happened in incident B. And it, But the numbers are overwhelming when you look at the police stats of well, who's, who's committing the crimes. The Oh, so that yeah, means well, so that means it doesn't yes, happen. So so because yes, well, that depends on who's reporting the crime. Okay, that's all Mike, I'm saying. Okay, Mike, thank you. I really hope that I hear from you. Thank you. I really hope that I hear from you in the future. Chris and the Catskills. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. Real quick, your uh, alma mater, the SUNY Cortland Dragons, had a had a three point shot at the buzzer, uh, five feet behind the three point line at home in Cortland to beat SUNY Plattsburgh by one point. It was on the Channel Seven News last night. Uh, in well, terms of wonderful for the Red Dragons, that's great news. That's great news. The whole, the whole, the half of the the uh, auditorium went out and. Uh, Formed the court afterwards. It looked like a joyous occasion. But uh, 
In terms of your first caller, you had brought up the discussion of holding parents accountable when the perpetrators are like, uh, you know, 18 years old or, or younger. Um, and this is a situation where we have uh, a young man of color. And I suppose if it could be proven that his mother had a hand, I guess it's a single parent household from what I'm hearing, uh, that she had something to do with facilitating the gun for him. It would be analogous to the recent court decision last week in Michigan, where the white mother was found guilty of being criminally uh, responsible and negligent for her son who uh, did a mass shooting at his school. Uh, I know there's different circumstances. This was at a, a mat, large mass gathering of the parade in Kansas City. But, uh, you know, uh, and we're talking different states. This is the state of Missouri. That was the state of Michigan. But, um, you know, laws being enforced like this, uh, the laws on the books uh, should be colorblind. So uh, it's all about responsibility. It's not about uh, color of the skin or race, racial background. Chris, I, I know that you have a good heart. I can tell from all the time that you have a good heart uh, without any bias. I, I thank you for your call. All I'm trying to say, folks, and I've got to take a break for the uh, Chronicles for Dominic Carter. All I'm trying to state is that uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you. So when the parade and, and, and my wife is a lot smarter than me, as I've said before, she's a few credits away from her Ph.D., when the when the parade shooting happened for the Super Bowl, I put my hand over my head and I said, Lord, please don't let them be black. Then I said, honey, you know that they're black. And she says, yes, you know they're black. You know they're African-American. Let's just wait for the mug shots. And sure enough, and what does this rocket scientist say? I did it. I opened fire in front of children. It was stupid, man. It was stupid. So I hope. The next 40 years of your life is behind prison. And I'll say, it, it, you know, things happen. It's stupid, man. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The alleged Kansas City Chief. Parade shooter Lindell Mays told the police he was just being stupid. I'm quoting him here. Stupid man just pulled out a gun and started shooting. I shouldn't have done that. Just being stupid. His mother begs for donations to help go fund me. The nerve. They pull in $100 and then it is shut down as it should have been. This is one of the local newscasts uh, portraying the situation in Kansas City. New developments now from Kansas City. Hours ago, prosecutors charged two adults with murder in last week's shooting at the Chiefs' Super Bowl parade. Dominic Miller and Lyndall Mays each face second-degree murder, armed criminal action, and unlawful use of a weapon. The charges come after two juveniles were arrested on gun-related and resisting arrest charges. Police say a dispute between Miller, Mays, and others led to the shooting that killed a woman and injured 22 others. While both adults um, are charged with murder, the evidence tells us that it was Mr. Miller's firearm. Mr. Miller's firearm struck 
Lisa Lopez Galvin. Both Miller and Mays were hurt after that shooting. They remain in the hospital. They're being held on a $1 million bond. Authorities said more charges are possible. Just pulled out a gun and started shooting. I shouldn't have done that. Just being stupid. That's the answer for why a woman is dead, uh, two dozen people wounded, many children. Just being stupid. I didn't like the way he looked at me. I pulled out the gun. Just being stupid. Let's go to Tyro in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, amigo. ¿Qué, qué pasó, Dominique? Ah, yeah. good morning. Yeah. Okay. Listen, uh, I am Puerto Rican. I live in, Bro- in Brooklyn. I live in Best Side. You know, uh, Rockaway, Rockaway Avenue. Okay. Okay. I tell you, I see, I got kids. My boy tell me, oh, Papa, everybody got the gun, man. Everybody buying gun. I said, you don't buy it. I, 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 oh, no, 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 no. He said, no, I don't buy it. I'm not stupid, man. But he tell me a lot of these kids, they buy the gun because somebody after them, you know, the, the, the police don't want to help them. So they got to protect them, their, their family, their, their padre, madre, you know, they, they got to protect their house, their casa. So, so. I say they buy the gun because they want to. They want to protect. Yeah. Okay. So I tell you this. I've been here thirty years, thirty years in Bedside, and I tell you, you want to stop. You want to stop the guns. You get the state police, man. You get the state police. You go after all the gun dealers, man. All the people that sell the gun to these kids. You give them twenty single annuals, one to five years in, in the jail. I agree with you. No parole, no parole, nothing. I agree with you. But the problem is it's so bad, it's so bad, Tyro, that a prosecutor in Arizona will not send a suspect here because that prosecutor, she doesn't like the way Alvin Bragg carries his office in Manhattan. So she's refusing. She feels he's too liberal, too too uh, willing to let uh, uh, those uh, accused of a crime walk. She will not send the suspects here to face charges here. So I, I hear you, Tyro, and I agree with you, man. I'm just curious, how old is your son? He's uh, 16. 16. He's 16. Well, well, hopefully everything will work out for him. Thank you, Tyro. I look forward to chatting with you in the future. Coming up at the top of the hour, folks, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, and I will be joining him for a few minutes. He's been kind enough to... Uh, invite me to uh, stay with him. And up until that time, I'm taking your telephone calls. You know, folks say, Dominic, I can't reach you. I can't reach you. Well, you got a, you got a, a moment here, an opportunity to, to reach us. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Rocco in Saratoga, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Grant. It's a pleasure to speak <laughs> to him. <laughs> I'm glad you're back on the air. <laughs> that was good, Rocco. That was good. One of my dad's favorite uh, commentators, Bob Grant. He's a legend in the industry. And so will you be, Dominic, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, ice, ice baby, Dominic. Let's send the ice after those migrant mice and eradicate them. Why don't we do that? What's the problem? Let's roll the dice and get the ice after them. The politicians are the problem. 
Oh, I can't do it because back in 1985, there there was an agreement between this mayor and that mayor, and I can't do it. I can't do it. But I'm with you, Rocco. I agree. If you want to straighten out those attitudes real fast, let, let somebody walk in with a jacket that says ice on the back of it. And I promise you, those tough attitudes, oh, we'll fight your police, I guarantee you it'll go away. Let's get it done. Tell the politicians to wake up and smell the coffee. I what? think it's being overdone, the coffee. What, 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 Rocco, what, what, what kind of coffee? What kind? Uh, espresso. A nice espresso, Dom. Espresso. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Rocco, my friend, I thank you for the call. You have a lovely morning. Let's go to George in New York City. Good morning, George. What's on your mind? Hi there, Dominic. Congratulations, you know, uh, <clears throat> your uh, commonalities, uh, you know, with Bob Grant, the great Bob Grant, you know. Now, do you agree with his philosophy, right, that he would always mention, uh, you know, his uh, viewpoint regarding illegal immigration? He, in fact, was uh, <clears throat> advocating uh, <clears throat> complete moratorium, you know, on immigration for the next five years, except for extreme hardship immigrants who had applied in their countries of origin at least five years before, you know. Do you agree with that viewpoint? Also, yes, yes. George, uh, you got it. Let, let me just say this. I'm going I'm to let you make your point. Let me just say this, because some of you folks get very sensitive when you think I'm cutting you off. As we're getting closer to the top of the hour, I cannot permit these long monologues. If you have a question, hit it, quit it, and we're on. George, go right ahead. We have a full uh, line of uh, calls, so I and I only have four minutes left to the program. Go right ahead, please. Okay. Now, besides uh, criminality, that big issue, we have so many different problems. For example, housing costs go up. You know. Okay. So, uh, what, what, what's the point? You're, what's the point you're making, George? I just said because you got to get to the point. When we have more people, there's more demand for services, goods, etc. That's and true. It, and then they take jobs. From American citizens. This is true. Uh, this is true. George, I have to move on. Thank you. Lawrence in Massachusetts. Good morning, Lawrence. What's on your mind? It has to be quick. Okay, real quick. Last night, you made my neighbor think I'm a total fool because when you said about all these crazies calling you, you said, why do they all call me? I started howling, man. It was hilarious. Oh, well, well, well I, 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 uh, I, I meant that uh, because it seems, thank you for the, for the comment, Lawrence. It seems like, I mean, the, the caller that, the caller literally said with a straight face, Dominic, why are you upset that the migrants attacked the police? And Dominic, this proves my point that women should not be police officers. Uh, Lawrence, uh, an, item, an item flies through the air, a backpack, and it happens to hit the female police officer. And that's an illustration of why women shouldn't be on the job? It was ridiculous. Dominic, can I say in one more quick Go ahead, fun quickly, thing for please. Go right ahead. Okay. I know I'm not alone when I say this. I love it when you sing along with the music. Try singing along to You Don't Have to Be a Star by Billy Davis Jr. and... Uh, 
you know, the lovely Marilyn McCoo. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I like that one. Lawrence, I like that. You don't have to be a star, baby. Tony's shaking his head. I can, to be in my world or whatever. But what is, it's a no for me, dog. You're not going to Hollywood. <laughs> I've done a few Hollywood movies, you know, with Denzel Washington, and I really do think I'm better looking than Denzel. You know, with with the with the lights and the and the makeup and you know the personal trainer. If I have those same things, and as my wife says, if I was only four more inches taller, four more inches taller, then I could be Denzel Washington. And with that, Frank Morano has walked into the studio. And uh, so who, who could you be? Well, I'll be honest, Dominic. <laughs> I am exactly the same height as my favorite actor, William Shatner. And not only that, when I visited the Grumman Chinese Theater, I put my hands in the cement. And I actually saw you on that trip. That was in 2000. Right, I, I guess you were out there for the L.A. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Democratic Convention. Yes. And my, our hands are exactly the same size. So I don't even think I need any physical changes to be Shatner. Really? I think I could do it. And that that's your favorite guy. Yes. 100%. Yeah, not 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 a sexy guy. Well, hey, I think Shatner's quite sexy. Really? Yeah, come on. You ever see him in those uh those classic Star Trek episodes? Come mm-hmm. on. He always got mm-hmm. the girl. Maybe the girl had green skin, but hey, hey he got the girl. <laughs> What do you have? All right, quite a bit. Hey, I want if you're willing, I want you to stick around to talk a little bit more about this Kansas City situation. On the one hand, I think it's alarming, and on the other hand, very, very interesting. So we'll get into that. A lot of a lot of discussion regarding uh, Nikki Haley's purported infidelity. I don't think it's any of our business. I'll explain why. And I disagree, um, but go ahead. Well, good. So maybe we'll get into that as well. And uh, this was a record year in terms of casinos making money. Mm. We'll explore why that's Mm. the case as well. A lot to get to. Frank Morano on the other side of midnight right after news headlines. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 